Hello everyone. Um, I just realized something. I record a lot in the morning and when I record in the morning my brain doesn't fire off as well. It's, it's I haven't had my mandatory three cups of coffee yet for me to be fully engaged. So if you hear a few more breaks and a few ah, uh, that's because <laughs> when I record in the morning it's not as fresh. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. Um, if I record in the afternoons, it's a whole lot better. Um, the only problem with recording in the afternoons is my two beautiful dogs um, will like to be heard on the audio. And I am not the best at trimming and making it all prim and proper and polished. And so you may get to hear Balboa and Harvey on a podcast or at least me telling them to hush up in some way shape or fashion and that's the way I kind of like my podcast I kind of like it organic and um and just real I don't want it to seem fake I like legitimately have a life and that's kind of what I do and this is my hobby I like to talk about movies and tv shows and series and networks and and uh and the art of storytelling so today first off I want to say it is April the 1st and this is not an April Fool's joke Um, I'm very interested to see what Netflix will be pumping out this month because March, they were kicking it. Every friggin' show that came out in March that I saw, I was like, holy moly, that's amazing. The Dirt, um, The Highwayman, which is something I'm going to be talking about today. And then this little documentary film, and I do love me some documentaries, called Cocaine Island. Also very well done. Um, Hulu had the act, and they're slowly feeding it to us, which is killing me, but I, I appreciate the the way they're trying to draw this out a little bit. Um, maybe binging all at once is not the best thing for us, but I mean, I'm still going to do it. And um, I, I checked in on oh, Amazon over there, and I was let down Amazon. Marvel, Marvelous Miss Maisel, fanastic. Fanastic is my, sh- my word for today. <laughs> Fanastic show. Can we get some more content like that, please? Um, there's no reason why, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. There's no reason why Amazon should not be one of the front runners in movies and series promotions. Um, they have the money to back them up. They could have Amazon Studios in a heartbeat. They could start greenlighting some projects. Um, and I think they could be a powerful player in the game, but whoever is in charge of that is not pushing that. I'll put my application in. I'll be green lighting some stuff, but, uh, and I, there's a lot of people out there that could do that. Um, so Amazon crank up your game a little bit. Um, because y'all Apple TV is coming and they already have some, some, uh, big name people out there and they're going to be green lighting some projects. Um, and so I'm, I'm actually very excited about that, but you know, uh, Amazon has something out there. If they could partner up with somebody, maybe partner up with Disney. I don't know. Um, cause now Disney's going to be putting one out too. And I mean, just because I'm going to have to subscribe to it because it's Disney and they're going to have Fox and Marvel and so, I mean like everything friggin' Disney. Hello. So, um, something to think about. Um, today I'm going to be talking about the highwayman, highwaymen, excuse me, two men's, the men's Woody Harrelson, Kevin Costner are in this, 
um, what I believe to be a fun, a fanatic, fantastic, fantastic, um, screenplay, story, film, everything put together, um, of the behind the scenes look at the tracking of Bonnie and Clyde. Now, Bonnie and Clyde from the twenties has always been this tale that people have romanticized. Back in the day, um, there's been several Bonnie and Clyde shows, uh, movies, um, I believe an Academy Award winning movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, series shows, TV shows, it, it's always been around. Um, there was something glamorous about them then, and there is still something glamorous about them today. There's the 1920s is just, and I, I said this on Instagram, and I it it's it's something that needs to be said again. The 1920s were sexy, smooth like whiskey, and the way they dressed, the cars they drove, the way they talked the way information was passed. So Bonnie and Clyde became this Robin Hood type celebrity during that time. But there were several um, bank robbers. The Well, you know, they were, were criminals, guys. <laughs> bank robbers and such during that time pe- period. And they, they made heroes out of them um, because there wasn't much to talk about. So like today, I want you to think about Um, when we hear the true crime stories and stuff today, they do, I mean, they do engage us and we're curious about it and we want to hear more about it. And then TV movies are made about it. Then movies are made about it. And then those, those legends become part of our, our timeframe, right? So same thing back then too. Um, I, I think the reason why we're still like talking about them Number one is because they they dressed a certain way. They there was something romantic about it, you know. Two lovers blazing across the roads, robbing people, you know, bad to the bone, grittiness. Um, but the fact remains that they were murderers. They were heartless murderers. Um, they were actually captured and um, and taken down in Louisiana, my home state. Um, and then the place where I live now in, um, in Texas, there's a bridge and I've actually taken pictures there of my family and friends and stuff. And it's, uh, the Barrow family, um, would actually like picnic there, um, down in this little area down by this bridge and they have pictures of them and there's not a historical marker there because they're, um, the governments are really trying to get away from things that are criminal as historical Um, but everybody, like the legend is, and then they have pictures to prove it. So they were the area that I live in, in Texas, the Barrows were a part of the area. Um, and then they were also up by North Dallas, of course. Um, so it's kind of like a legend that's close to home, which is interesting for me. So uh, I want to talk about the performance of Woody Harrelson specifically, and then I'll talk about Kevin Costner. Now, Kevin Costner, um... I said had a quiet presence and he just kind of st- stood there. I mean, minimal words said, but when they were said, they were powerful. And uh, Kevin's really good like that. And I kind of laughed. There was a scene where they just kind of filmed him sitting on a riverbank contemplating. 
and it reminded me a lot of uh, Dances with Wolves and other things that we've seen from, and I call it the Kevin Costner smolder, where he's just contemplating life. And I thought, yeah, that's Kevin Costner. But no one does it like him. And so you kind of got to have that in the movie, you know. Um, and then his house was, I mean, everything about that, this whole movie was just great. Woody Harrelson specifically, though, was phenomenal. You forget how funny and good Woody is until you see him in something like this. Um, my mom pointed out something to me because I was telling her about the movie and I was like, Mom, all I could think about is my grandfather, her father, would have loved this movie because he was a young boy and man during those in that time frame. And so he would have remembered some of this stuff. Um, and the way people were uh, have squatting and living out of tents and um, little, they would call them refuge camps or whatever, um, because they would be kicked out of their homes and couldn't afford to live anywhere. And so they'd live in these little encampments and that happened all over. And my grandfather has, and we actually have them recorded on CDs where he actually tells stories of growing up in that time. And they're fascinating to hear some of the stuff that they did just to earn a few cents. Um, and so there, they show that, and I'm, I'm glad they show that, that, that is a part of the story, um, is these little, and they, they do a great job. I don't know where they pulled up all these old 1920s cars, but there's some really pretty ones. And then there's some that are beat down that I would love to have in my yard too. So, um, whoever put together that excellent job by the way two thumbs up if you're going to be counting thumbs or stars or whatever I don't have a rating system so whatever you got going on that'll work um Woody's job Woody's performance in here was was amazing my mom was pointing out to me she says you know Woody can do some pretty quirky things um and like zombie land was a good example of that and then so, people forget like where he's come from he came from a comedic background um, through Cheers, but then he was kind of a player in the game from other shows. There was an old show with Goldie Hawn. It was a football movie called Wildcats, and he played in that. Um, and there was a few other things I've seen him in along the way. And then there's things like when he was in um, The Hunger Games as Hamish, and you think, yeah, yeah, that's Woody. Um, and then there was the Academy Award. I, I don't know if he won the award, if he was just nominated when he did um, the guy from Penthouse. I can't remember his name. I thought he was brilliant in that, too. Um, that was a great piece from him. And a lot of people are like, I don't think they like the content. And so they didn't give Woody the credit um, for that performance. Um, but he's good. But anyway, this one, um, they give him just the right lines. And he's funny. And every time he's in a scene you just crack up at him and you and you're like I want to be on that road trip he was really good in this one I really enjoyed Woody's performance in this one and I hope he gets recognized in some way shape or form for that the other cool thing about the storyline is they portray the two gentlemen as hardened old timers um, they were originally Texas Rangers and the Texas Rangers were had been a disbanded at that time by the governor who, I, I don't know her full name, but she was a lady and they called her Ma. And Kathy Bates plays her in the movie and I thought she did great. Ka There's something about Kathy when she's in a performance, 
especially, you know, um, a Southern, uh, woman in some way, shape or form. She, um, I like, I like Kathy Bates. I liked her in this too. Of course, her performance in Misery all those years ago was just downright terrifying, but, um, I like it when I see her in something. And so she did really good in this one too. Um, there was this one scene where she's kind of being a, a beehive is my word for B-I-T-C-H, by the way. She was being a beehive to the crowd, to the her workers, the gentlemen that were helping her. And she's like, you know, y'all need to get them off the street. And then she opens the doors to greet people in a like a public setting. And she, oh, she turns on the charm. And I thought, you know, it's, it's little small scenes like that that make something um, just show you that person in that one brief second, you get to see that personality in that one brief second. So, uh, that was well done that particular scene. Um, so it's the highwaymen. It is on Netflix. It's already shot through the gate. Um, Netflix is doing a little sponsored, uh, ad contents to get the word out. Um, I think it's got enough momentum on it. It's going to push through. Um, the dirt was really good off of Netflix. Um, they had a lot, they're still getting that momentum and I'm hearing of people watching it two and three and four times, which is amazing. Um, the band is still hundred percent behind it. So that's awesome too. Um, the next thing I'm gonna talk about is, um, cocaine Island. It's a documentary and it is on Netflix. It, it came out like, uh, right after the highwaymen. Um, and so, um, I'm hoping it won't get passed over for, but a lot, some people don't like documentaries. I am one of those crazy documentary people that I love documentaries. I love the truth telling. I love the way that they put the story together. And this documentary is very well done. Very well done. I don't know who put this thing together, um, but kudos to them because I loved it and I would like to see them do more. 